talking together about how to be successful in life and how to make a difference in our job, but at the same time not neglect our family and our marriage and our home life and our kids and our wives and husbands. And one of the things we need to do is we need to redefine success God's way. And Joshua uh, has the answer to that in his, in his book, Joshua chapter 1. Uh, let me read to you verses 7 and 8. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not return from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. If you want to be successful, Joshua says, you've got to put God first, and you've got to let Jesus be the Lord of your life. And if you do that, he will make a difference in everything else that you do. So first of all, we've got to redefine success God's way. And the word means literally in the book of Joshua in the Hebrew to act wisely. To be successful then literally is to learn to act wisely. God's given you a good mind, and, and he wants you to be successful for his glory. God may have given you the gift of making money, and that's okay as long as you keep everything in perspective and use your money correctly. And God's given you the looks or the ability to be popular with people. That's okay as long as you keep it all in perspective. God says if you take seriously his word, You'll be prosperous. The word literally means to push forward, to do good. Being prosperous is to push forward and to do good. God insists, insists success is linked with his word. If we do his word, we'll be successful. If we don't do his word, whatever else may seem to be by the world successful will not be successful. We're to study the word. We're to live by the word. We're to meditate on his word and let it be a part of everything that we do. Another thing we have to do is regulate life by God's will and how to act wisely and be prosperous and successful is we have to set the right priorities to do what God says. My life isn't working well. Maybe it's because you have the wrong priorities. Life is upside down. Why are you surprised if you're not obeying God with your finances, with your life, with your work? You see God first, family second, job third. Ray Kroc the founder of McDonald's, believed in God, family, and then McDonald's. And those were the way that he started out. But then he reversed it and put his business first. Now, McDonald's has been very successful. But at, at, as he got his priorities messed up, he wasn't. All our words are useless unless we set the right priorities and follow them. Another thing we need to do is seek to follow Jesus daily with all that we are. Quit putting people before God, things before God. And you see, some of us are so concerned about our image and our status, trying to impress people. And Isaiah 2, 2.22 says, Stop regarding man whose breath of life is in his mortality. For why should you be esteemed? In other words, don't put impressing others in such an important place. Psalm 15 says, who may abide in his holy place or dwell in his holy hill? He, who gets to enjoy this intimate relationship with him? Says he who has a pure heart, whose heart is pure, who has integrity, 
who has the kind of rightness that God wants us to have. Another thing we need to do is make the right decisions. Every day we make dozens of decisions and choices, and many are relatively insignificant. But if we make them based on God's word, we can be successful. For life is really a series of choices. You know, the three main choices are who's going to be the master of your life, you or God, and who's going to be your mate, choosing a life's companion, and what's going to be your mission, how does God want to use your life as a mission for him? And one of the things you have to do is decide that you're going to be a truth teller. You're not going to have little white lies as a part of your daily life. The Bible says lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal faithfully are his delight. You see, God wants us to speak the truth. It's hard to know sometimes anymore. You know, we talk about fake news today. What is fake news? That means it's a lie. It's not the truth. We talk about uh, you can't believe that person. Or, or you talk about people who, who kind of twist things and pervert things, and you don't know what's true and what's not true. You can't even trust what, what the news says on television anymore, whether it's really true or not. You certainly can't trust what's on the Internet because much of it's not true. All around us, people have become adept at lying and deceiving and not telling the truth. And one of the things that characterizes the man of God, the woman of God, is, is telling the truth. Be truthful. Speak the truth. And don't lie. Even, you know, like the little boy says, uh, a lie is something that's a present help in time of trouble. Well, it may be a present help. It may get you out of a momentary scrape but it won't really get you out of it permanently because one lie leads to another lie, to another lie, to another lie, and before long they pile up in such a way that you don't know what the truth is yourself. Also, decide to follow your conscience. Your conscience is that ability to help you know what's right or what's wrong. Now, we can so pervert our conscience by making the wrong decisions and doing the wrong things that we don't hardly have one anymore, but most of us still have a conscience that tells us, you know, that doesn't feel right, that doesn't seem right, that doesn't look right, that, doesn't be, that can't be quite right. Well, that's our conscience saying, be careful. Don't take that step. Don't go that way. Don't speak that word. Don't act that way. Our conscience is really important, and God uses it, and there's nothing as important as a sanctified, Holy Spirit-directed conscience that can show us the way that God wants us to live. Also decide that you will keep your promises, keep your word. If you have promised something, keep it. If you've signed a contract, keep it. If you have agreed to do something, even by word, keep it. If you told your kids you were going to do something, keep it. If you said to somebody that you're going to be at a certain place at a certain time, be there. You see, it's really important for us to keep our word. If you're always late, you're saying to people, you don't matter. So try to get there on time. If you, if, you for, if you don't keep up with things, for example, life is hectic and busy, and sometimes we make commitments and promises we forget, so we have to write them down. We have to say on a certain day and put it on our calendar, I'm going to do this, I'm going to go there, I'm going to phone this person, I'm going to act this way. And God will bless us if we keep our word. So it's important at the workplace that we live out our faith 
and at the home that we live out our faith. Nothing is as significant as that. If we do that, God uses us and God makes a difference in our lives. I hope you'll do that today. God bless you.